You are now listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Major Jobs Podcast. Today I got to talk to somebody really cool. His name is Luke and he's a teenager just like me and he started a company that allows teenagers under the age of 18 to invest in the stock market. Uh, it's really cool. It allows, you know, because usually if you're under 18, you're not allowed to invest. So uh, the parent always has to approve or deny the trades. Um, so I thought that it was a really cool concept. And I actually started working for them after he put up a job posting. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. I'm really passionate about these things. So I thought I'd interview him on the podcast to ask him about how he started the company and if he could give any tips to you know any teenagers that are out there uh that want to start their own company because he did everything from scratch he got you know he does the marketing he did the coding he did the look of it he did like the branding and all that kind of stuff and you know it can be a really tough really like you know demanding job because it's not really a job it's like you put everything into it and so Luke kind of dives into that and we're going to be listening to how he started and just his general advice for other teenage entrepreneurs that are out there that want to start their own companies. So without further ado, here is the episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I know it's been a while since like I've got the podcast running because of I want to put all my focus on school. But uh, I thought this would be like a cool special occasion to make another podcast because it aligns with the values. And I think that it would be really interesting just to interview somebody that I have a personal connection with. And I think a lot of people will find interest in. Um, so, Luke, can you explain like who you are and what is like the special thing that you do? Yeah, for sure. So thanks for having me, Thielen. Um, so I'm currently on a gap year. Um, I'll, like Thielen, I'll be going to Stanford this fall. Uh, right now, I'll probably be going for, for computer science. But I graduated from high school last spring in the middle of COVID. Um, and I took a gap year uh, to work on an app called Llama Launch, which is published on the iOS App Store, um, and attend a data science and machine learning boot camp. Um, so most of my background's in product development, and I'm, I'm excited to go to school for that. Um, and I'm currently working on a startup called Bumper, which is an educational investing app built for teenagers. Uh, so we've taken a traditional custodial investment account, which allows parents to invest for their kids um, and put all of the focus on younger users. So now teenagers can dip their toe in the stock market and begin investing before they turn 18 um, with just $1 and an account sponsor. Uh, so it's, it's really a way to teach healthy investing and healthy financial habits at an early age. Sweet. You know, this is like, very unique i guess well um uh, you know i i see like now there's a lot more entrepreneurs that are like getting younger and younger so what kind of like inspired you to start a company and you know what what are some of the things that played a big factor into having you have the idea to you know become a leader and start your own company yeah for sure so i think i mean i'd always wanted to create a startup just to be my own boss and have more flexibility over you know what I spend my time on. That's always been attractive to me. Um, in terms of this startup, it kind of just happened um, after the data science and machine learning bootcamp in the fall of 2020. I applied for this startup incubator, uh, pretty much just for the heck of it, to meet some people, see what would happen. Um, and 
I, I made it through all the interview rounds and, and got accepted into the program. And uh, they provide an initial investment of $100,000 and help you build a company from scratch. Uh, so it, it kind of just happened. Um, but I mean, some of the, the flexibility over your own time and the ability to build, for the most part, what you want uh, has, has always been exciting for me. Sweet. And what, what do you think like played a big factor into you like getting accepted into this incubator and uh, you know, what is some advice you have for like other people that might want to start off? Yeah, I mean, I don't really know. I, I think part of the reason is just because I was young um, and I, I was very passionate about some of the ideas I had. Uh, and I, I think I was able to communicate that pretty effectively. Uh, I think some of my background in coding and, and product development helped as well. Um, but I, I really believe it was just the, the energy I had for some of my ideas and, and for, you know, building something that impacts people in a positive way that yeah, probably resulted in me getting in. But I, again, I, I still don't really know. Um, it, was, it was kind of a fluke. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a fluke since I've been working with you and I can tell like, you're a really great, like hard worker. And yeah, that leads to like the next question, which is like, you know, what, what do you really do on a daily basis? I know like your schedule is probably like packed all the time and you have like tons of stuff to do. How do you like manage your time and, what do you kind of do on a daily basis? Because if you're a startup, you know, you're kind of working on everything. Yeah, no, fantastic question. Um, I mean, the day to day is just weird. It, it's completely different every single day. Um, I, there, there are some days where I spend a lot of time on product development. So doing some UI UX design, some code, some backend scaffolding with the API. Um, probably a, a quarter of my times in meetings with uh, different potential business partners with investors trying to fundraise some money, uh, potential customer discovery interviews are, are another big part of it. Uh, and then just managing traction. So building up a social media following, um, working, you know, re reaching out to potential partners um, or, or advisors and, and then and speaking with mentors as well. And so, I mean, you, you kind of have your hand dipped in in all the different facets of the startup world. And so every every day is completely different and every day is a new challenge. So that's that's what's most exciting about it. And, you know, there are like a lot of different parts of working at a startup, you know, so I wanted to ask, like, what do you find is like the thing that you enjoy most? Like, what is the easiest part? And then what do you think is like the most challenging part for you? Yeah, so I mean, the the, the easiest part for me and the, the, the part that I enjoy the most is just building a beautiful product. Um, something that is pleasing to use, something that, you know, fits a, a market need. Uh, that that people actually enjoy using and and paying for, um, which isn't always you know building a beautiful product isn't always what you need to do. I mean it, it can it can fail in the market even if it's the the most gorgeous looking useful product in the in the in the world. Um, if there isn't you know consumer demand or you don't get it out to consumers, then it'll fail. Um, and so the the part that you know I've learned a lot about in the past couple months and really tried to focus on and grow in is just getting it in front of customers and forming those partnerships and uh, really driving traction. Because at the end of the day, a startup lives or dies on customer traction, no matter how good the product is. Uh, so that, that's definitely the most challenging and important part of you know what I do probably. Awesome. And I think like now we can like move on to what, you know, Bumper really is. So can you kind of explain like maybe more in depth about like, what is Bumper and how can people benefit from it? Yeah, great question. So I mean, at the end of the day, um, Bumper is 
and an educational and investing app. And so it's a way for teenagers to dip their toe in the stock market at an early age um, and really learn by doing. I mean, you can read about the stock market, you can read about investing all you want, but uh, you don't you don't truly learn how to do it until uh, you, you actually do it. And you might make mistakes, uh, you might lose some money at first, but uh, at the end of the day, you, you're you're developing your financial habits and and this mindset about money that will will serve you for the rest of your life. And so, um, yeah, the, the goal is really to teach those financial habits at an early age while still giving parents or guardians uh, what, we, what we call the account sponsor, some oversight and protection um, to, to foster healthy habits. So uh, the ability for parents to set budgets or trade limits um, and, and have those conversations with their teenagers or with their kids about investing and money is, is really important to us. Um, and so at, at the end of the day, Bumper, you know, really encourages financial conversations and families and, and helping teens um, develop those those healthy financial habits. Yeah. And what was that process like from the start? Like, how did you know what kind of investment platform or like brokerage account or all of that kind of stuff? I mean, you have very little to like experience in this area. So how, how did you like first begin in this area? Um, yeah, so I mean, I, it started, the original idea for Bumper was to be a life insurance platform uh, for new parents. So helping them, you know, obtain life insurance in just a couple minutes fully online. Um, plenty of issues with that. So we shifted a little younger to college students and, and really focusing on investing. Um, and then, and now we're focused on teenagers between the ages of 13 and 18. And so, I mean, the, the financial market and retail investing is, is incredibly complicated. Um, and so it's it's been about two months of just consistent research and probably 50 to 70 conversations with industry experts, so the heads of broker dealers, other fintech startups, neobanks um, that I can honestly just connect with on LinkedIn or tap into the, um, the, the startup incubators network uh, and just learning consistently from their experiences and um, trying to trying to, you know, replicate what they've done at a basic level and then take it in my own direction. And so. Uh, it's just been a, a lot of research and a, a lot of interviews with industry experts. Yeah, and what is your advice to like some people that want to start? They don't have that much experience in a startup, but they have an idea, kind of like how you did. Uh, what is your advice for them to like? How how would they uh, want to start? Yeah, so first tap into your local startup ecosystem. Uh, so every you know mid size town to large city has a group of entrepreneurs and startup founders and finding those people and connecting with them is definitely the most important thing you can do. They'll um, tap you into uh, different, you know, uh, get togethers, meetings. Um, they'll help you apply for grants for money. They could put you in front of investors. They could mentor you along the way. So those initial connections are by far the most important thing you can do. Once you have those, um, beginning to develop out, you know, an initial product and MVP with some minimal code. Minimal funding is, is pretty important to getting into a startup incubator or getting a small grant. Uh, so having that small little that prototype is, is definitely a good step too. Um, and, and then third, just you know um, expand your network. So apply to different accelerators and incubators, apply for grants, and just meet people along the way uh, because you you never know who will help you. You know, two, three, four years down the line. Uh, so the, the network has is by far the most important piece of it. All right. Do you like, um, I guess, like, what are some of the people that you work most closely with to help you? Because I know you can't do this, like, all on your own. And 
Now you've brought me and some other people like after, but in the beginning, like, was it just all you on your own doing all of this, or uh, did you get a lot of help? Um, I so that that's where I got lucky. I mean, the startup incubator provided two to three weekly meetings. Um, excuse me, where they they answered my most pressing questions. They give they gave me guidance. You know what routes I should explore, different marketing channels, uh, some product development tips. And so they, they were really, you know, my, my guiding posts for the first couple months. Um, after that, uh, like you mentioned, I brought you and, and a couple people on to help with some of the traction and marketing. And, and that's been fantastic and, and definitely one of the best decisions I've made. Um, it's, it's made the, the startup run a, a whole lot you know, more smoothly and, and a, lot more, uh, a lot faster as well. Um, and so building out a team is pretty important, but yeah, at the beginning, just those, those, um, initial conversations with the startup incubator folks and part of the program, they connected me with a hundred different mentors uh, and 70 different investors. So I had, you know, probably eight to 10 meetings with, with mentors a week. Uh, and so that was, that was a big part of it as well. All right. What were like some of the biggest challenges that you had when you were first starting out and, you know, you were like meeting with all of these people, um, you know, was it kind of daunting at first? Um, and kind of just, I guess like I was kind of, uh, I'm just kind of curious because I feel like I would be really scared if that was me, like, you know, all of a sudden I'm thrust into this position. So how, how did you kind of feel? I mean, yeah, it was terrifying. Um, I, every Friday I would have four hours straight of 20 minute meetings with mentors and uh, I'm, I'm a pretty introverted person. And so that was just, I mean, beyond mentally draining. Um, I'd feel sick to my stomach and it was just terrible at first. Um, but I mean, you kind of just adapt and, and get used to it. And uh, they, I, I mean, people you come into contact with 95% of the time, um, you know, if you're nice and you're, you're willing to listen, they want to help you. And so that, that really helped as well. Yeah, I kind of like changed the question in the middle of it, but I, that was one of your challenges, which was, which was like, you're navigating through that network. And like you said, you were an introverted person. So it was kind of difficult, um, you know, to get through those meetings, what were some of like the other like biggest challenges that you do, that you had to go through <laughs> when creating a startup from scratch? Yeah, good question. Um, I mean, the, the biggest problem is just finding, building a product that people want. Uh, I mean, the, the most important, I guess, piece of advice that I got was um, kind of, are you building a product that's uh, pain medicine, uh, aspir like uh, antibiotic, aspirin, or a vitamin? Um, I mean, is, is your product nice to have? People might get it if they have extra money or time, uh, or is it really solving a need that people will pay for and people will actively seek out a solution for? Um, and that's, that's very difficult. I mean, it's, it's a lot harder than it sounds, but just trying to, trying to build a product that people actually want, people will seek a solution for, and people will pay for has been the most difficult um, and, and the most important piece of it. All right. And so I guess like while we're nearing towards the end, we want to talk more about like the future and what your plans are for Bumper. So I also previously like interviewed um, somebody that uh, started a company called Brew and they were also a teenager and, you know, they went on Shark Tank and struck a deal with Mark Cuban and then eventually their company got bought by actually another Shark Tank company. Um, so what are like the plans for Bumper in the future? Do you plan on like, you know, is your plan kind of like his where like uh, he he was like working on it and then he sold it to another company or do you plan to work on it for the long term or is just like all of those plans just like in the water and we're just focused on Bumper? 
Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it's kind of in the water. I mean, it's right now it's focused on getting the product out in June, um, having a successful beta launch, getting customers on the app. Uh, in, in terms of the long-term vision, uh, working on it and, and building it as, as large as possible is definitely my number one goal. Uh, eventually, it would be great to, to to sell it to a financial institution or a you know a teen finance startup or an existing teen finance company. But I mean, it, it kind of just depends on. Know, what what customer demand looks like and, and how fast we're growing all right and i guess like what what is like your current stage i guess so if people that are like interested in bumper and they want to learn more about it they want to actually use it uh what would you say uh how, like how could they get involved with bumper as of right now yeah great question so we're about five to six weeks from our beta launch in mid-june um, and so we'll, we'll onboard, begin onboarding users then, allow them to begin actually trading and investing in the stock market uh, for free. And to, to, to sign up for that list, uh, that'll get early access in June and, and July, you can go to joinbumper.com, uh, type in your email and, and you'll be put on that list. You can also go to any of our social media accounts, so our Instagram account, at um, joinbumper, and then our TikTok uh, account at uh, bumper app. And by joining um, either of those pages, by simply following us, you'll also be uh, put on our list to, to get early access to the beta. Sweet. Okay. Um, I think that's going to do it for me. I don't know, Luke, do you have anything else to say? I, I don't think so. I mean, if, if any of you are interested in, in finance or investing, then then would love for you to, to join the Bumper team. And uh, we'll be hosting a, a high school internship program this summer as well. So. Uh, just stay up to date on our on our social media and on our website at joinbumper.com and uh, if you're if you're interested in that. So yeah, thanks thanks for having me, Teal, and this has been great. And that's gonna do it for this episode with Luke from Bumper. Thank you so much to Luke for coming on, and thank you to you for listening all the way through. If you're interested in Bumper, uh, they're actually giving away one thousand dollars for free right now. All you got to do is go to their Instagram and TikTok pages, which Luke mentioned, and just give a follow. You're also opting in for their beta launch, so you can actually use the platform early and you're entered in for a $1,000 giveaway. So, you know, it's that easy. Uh, What have you got to lose, right? So that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you so much again to Luke for coming on, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hopefully trying to get some more episodes out there. There's some episodes in the bank that I've been saving because I've been uh, having school and I haven't had the time to upload them, but I will upload them soon as school is uh, nearing an end. But again, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.